0: Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring, and created DDP Yoga. It's time, it's Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around. it's was pretty cool. It's more than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. <laughs> DDP Yoga can work for anyone. Bang!
1: DDP DDP Radio. All right. All right, here we go. Welcome everybody, a brand new episode of GDP Radio, live right here at GDPRadio.com. Uh, my name is Mike Mullins, as always. I am broadcasting from the tippy-top of the tippiest, toppest point of this GDP Radio Megaplex right here in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And if I look to the great white north, as a star, and that star leads directly to my co-host. She is the one, the only Canadian quote master herself, the maple leaf in our heart, and uh, the Tim Hart and Hortons in our souls. She is my favorite Canadian, my favorite co-host, and one of my favorite people on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the one, the only, Crystal Stewart. How are you? Oh,
0: you're so sweet. You big teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Oh, well, I'm I'm glad, and, and we're going to have a fun show tonight, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of places we're going to go. we got a uh, return visitor. Uh, a lot of times on the show, we have the Warrior of the Week, uh, but also, we like to swing back around. We don't just, you know, set it and forget it. We like to kind of just swing back around and give you guys an update on some of our past warriors and what they're up to now, uh, people who are owning it, people who are crushing it, and, uh, you know, just living living the life, walking the walk, talking the talk. And uh, we're going to be featuring another return warrior of the week in just a minute. And uh, Crystal, before you get going, how was your week? You guys, uh, you guys finally saw out there? Um,
0: The nights are still pretty cool, but the snow's gone. So I can officially say that, you know, spring is, has sprung in Canada, but yeah, I'm, um, Still pretty cold at night,
1: like minus three. <laughs> uh, oh. is, it, is it true? Is the legend true that if a, a, a beaver leaves its uh, its nest and goes back <laughs> around, that means that oh, another whole three weeks of winter? Until winter,
0: pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, anyways, enough of this tomfoolery. Let's uh, let's bring on our guest here. Um, Crystal, you do such an awesome job in keeping in touch of, of every part of the community and you find us so many awesome stories to bring to us uh, Warrior of the Week, just cornerstones of the community people who are just really just putting in the work and also not just putting in the work but are are so involved in the DDPY community and inspiring people and keeping in touch with people uh, it's such an important part of uh, of what we do here uh, at DDPY is reaching out uh, to others and Every once in a while, we have these stories that we're just like, you know what, I want to follow this, see where it goes. And uh, we touch back in with a lot of people, and this guy is a real cornerstone of the DDPY community. So uh, you do the hard work on booking the guests, so I'm going to have you do the intro, Crystal, if you don't mind. uh, We'll we'll get our our, our returning champion here, the Warrior of the Week.
0: So I don't think that there's a person in the community that doesn't know who Scott is. Um, He, you know, I... I kind of am being a bit selfish because I he's just one of my dearest friends, and so I'm a little bit um, partial to having Scott on the show because I love having him on the show, and I, he's such a great friend. Um, he is the cornerstone of Team Miracle, and he's just an awesome person, and there isn't a person, like I said, that doesn't know who he is. He's always up for a chat. He is always game for just about anything. So, you know, he's just one of those great people that when you think of DDPY, he automatically comes to mind for me. So, yeah, um, this week's Warrior of the Week, once again, um, to just fill us in on what's been going on is my friend Scott Anderson.
2: Wow. Wow. That's all I
1: have to say. Wow. Thank you, Crystal. Oh, you are. Wow. Hi, Scott. Crystal, that was was a great intro. I'm starting to feel jealous. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, Scott, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for coming back and joining us.
2: Thank you very much, Michael. It's a a pleasure and an honor. And I'm really humbled by that intro. Thank you so much, Crystal.
1: Oh, you are most welcome, my friend. Absolutely. And, And, you know, we had you on the show before, so if you want to hear Scott's full story, there's a vast archives of uh, of GDPY, uh, GDP radio episodes going back all the way to 2010, people like Chris Jericho, you know, Steve Austin, Scott Hall, Jake Roberts, Zachary, all these huge people, and, of course, uh, Scott as well, and everybody we've had on the show, if you go back, there's a massive archive. So I definitely urge you to go and, and check in with Scott's origin story, uh, in its in its entirety, but before we get started, for the people who uh, just catch some people up, give us a little cliff notes of how you came into the DDPY uh, world and what led you, you know, to being here tonight.
2: Absolutely, I appreciate that. And uh, what I think I'll do is I'll go from, you know, like my origin story to when we last spoke, and then I can kind of carry it from there a little bit more detail. But originally. Uh, As my story goes, I was an athlete all through high school and into college, Uh, blew up my knee, and I thought that was the end of it and proceeded to, you know, have my first ACL surgery in 1985. And that kind of was the beginning of the downward spiral of what became a pretty severe back problem, believe it or not. Over the course of decades, I ended up having another ACL surgery 10 years later. It caused me to really favor my left knee to the point where I was lifting terribly as far as form goes and and really putting a lot of strain on my back. And I'll just kind of go dot, 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 and then fast forward to about 2013 when Unbeknownst to me, uh, it was going to creep back into my current story where I just was finding it incredibly difficult to get comfortable. I wasn't able to do the you know the activities that I used to do. I had no idea what was wrong. Pain management, chiropractors, even a, a back specialist. The best they could come up with was you know chiropractic adjustments and cortisone shots, which is kind of the typical and. But I knew that my days in the gym, powerlifting, and bodybuilding, and all the stuff I grew up with back in my playing days, weren't going to be a part of my regular routine. And I had been a huge wrestling fan from my origin in the '70s when I was old enough to, you know, turn on wrestling at the Chase here in St. Louis and, you know, watch the originals. I I carried that through that love of wrestling into my, you know, 20s and my 30s when Dallas came around. And you know, Dallas Page was one of my faves. I you know had the Diamond Cutter and the Bang and and all of that stuff in my mm-hmm. arsenal when when I would you know talk with my friends. But I you know I I kind of have to go to I wasn't an Arthur Borman guy. I wasn't a uh, you know a guy that was in it to lose weight. I had the severe back pain, so I actually was you know kind of off on this first because I have a, a, a history of addiction that I've, you know, by God's grace, I've been sober now for about 18 years. But I always followed Scott Hall and Jake Roberts before the the accountability crib and all of that stuff. And it was just broke my heart to watch Scott or Jake stumble into a ring or make a public appearance so wasted because I knew where they were at. I got really bad after my playing days were over. I had no idea what to do with myself, and I drank. So I get it. And when I was following them, it just naturally Dallas reappeared into the picture, so that I was, you know, reintroduced to Dallas Page again because you know obviously he was retired. I was following wrestling, you know, up in New York, and was like going, Chris Jericho, you know, that back problem that he had from Dancing with the Stars seemed pretty right on point as far as I knew at the time as to what I was going through, you know, pinch, nerve, whatever, nobody knew. And so I bought the DVDs in 2013 to give myself another form of a workout when the gym just didn't feel like it was in the stars for that day. And I bought the DVDs. It bought me a little bit of time of 2013, 2014, 2015, and then on my birthday, January of 2015, I got out of bed to go to church on a Sunday morning, and this incredible pain shot through what would be, in essence, you know, my hips, my pelvis, and there was no explanation. It wasn't a sports hernia. I had that checked out. It wasn't, you know, anything that uh, my general physician could figure out, so I went to pain management, went to the chiropractors, even the you know, a a spine specialist, because this, you know, week after week and month after month, it kept getting worse, and it wasn't just pain, but after a couple of weeks, it started, I noticed that my quadriceps, my quads were going numb. You know, I would touch them, and I didn't have any feeling or any sensation, and that progressed, you know, from my right leg to my left leg to my right calf to my left calf until my feet started to lose, and, you know, they were talking about, you know, like, do you have diabetes? Or you know, is it poor circulation? Um, they kept looking at my lumbar spine, and and there was nothing wrong. You know, MRIs until finally, I just got fed up. I couldn't. I I got to the point where I couldn't walk without assistance, and then I couldn't walk without a walker. And then I was actually considered to be a danger to myself so if I tried to, you know, do too much on my own and I had no idea. I mean, all of these specialists had no idea what was going on. And then finally, you know, after a bunch of failed attempts to figure out what what it was, I went to a friend of mine that was a physical therapist and he, he stopped me. And he said, what did your back guy say was wrong? And I said, he said it was something with like my L4, L5, and there was a cyst and they removed it, but it's not getting any better. And long story short, he goes, it's, no, it's not, it, I'm just supposed to give you exercises, but I will recommend a really good book to you. It's called Second Opinion. So I went to an actual neurologist, and in one minute, he already knew what it was. It was not my, not my lumbar. It was my, my thoracic vertebrae. It was my middle back, and that was why it was both legs and both calves and both feet is that that middle back is where all of the nerve endings for, or all the nerves for your lower body you know, are bundled before they start splitting off to your right and left leg. And you're, so we, instead of saying, you'll be better in six weeks that I got the story that um, I had about six days or I needed to pick out a permanent wheelchair for myself. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, and there was one time, and this is why I think Crystal is so near and dear to me is when we were struggling for answers and they couldn't come up with it because they were doing uh, nerve conduction studies in my lumbar, and it was coming back fine. And they, because they, you know they weren't tapping the actual spinal cord. They were just testing the nerves just to each side of my spinal cord. It turns out it was my spinal cord. They, uh, and at one point in time they said, "But if we can't figure out what it is, we have to start assuming that it's either like MS or ALS." Or one of those other neurological, uh, you know, disorders that I had to I had to come to grips with that, and that's why I think I love Crystal so much is because I kind of spent a couple of minutes learning how to walk, possibly in her shoes. But uh, it turns out that I had had a disc that I'll go back to my football days or whatever. It, I broke my back, and there weren't any protocols or anything in place back then. So they didn't test it out. I just, I had a broken T11 vertebrae that healed improperly in the 80s. And I just kind of played through it for a couple of decades until 2015. I had, uh, they did a major relief of my uh, spinal cord and it, it was too late. You know, there was permanent damage, but at least it didn't get worse. And that became my journey is that DDPY gave me a couple of years, but, you know, at all the the rug got pulled out from underneath me. So I'll just stop with that part of 2015 and just, you know, I went to therapy. I went to, you know, I, I was doing my due diligence and, you know, always kept my, I was a hard worker, you know, always be the hardest worker in the room, as they say, but I wasn't getting, much better. I, they, I was just not getting worse. So in order to properly try to prepare for getting better on my own, I had a knee replacement on that bad knee that I had done you know, all those years ago and that led me into 2016 while well, having two major surgeries in 15 gave me ulcers in 16, which I had to address. Then I went back to my rehab and was starting to work out the uh, you know, with my walker and, and graduated to Canes. And it wasn't pretty, but it was better than a wheelchair. And then uh, I kind of had a mishap in 2017 where I was trying to learn to walk independently. And I overdid it and I slipped or I you know, lost my balance and fell and broke my right wrist. So that oh. had to be addressed. Yeah, and that still bothers me to this day. And then I go to 2018 and this is, you know, all sorts of stuffs going on, and you know, my daughter's graduating from college. You know, we got trips planned down to Norman, Oklahoma, and on our around our anniversary in April, my wife and I's anniversary, I come home from work and I can barely walk, and I, in a total setback. I mean, years of setback in one afternoon. Turns out I had a staff infection in my left knee, because knee replacements, you know, sometimes, you know you know the the white blood cells don't make it to those artificial you know metal joints so I had to spend six months with you know three a day IVs to get the fast infection cleared up and all of that was leading me to when the three of us got together in 2018 it was around Thanksgiving and I had just gotten cleared from my you know IVs. I didn't have to do those anymore. I was excited to get, you know, back to working out and I had already, I just barely joined Facebook then. That's how Crystal and I met back then. And I was a real newbie. I mean, even though I had been doing the DVDs, I didn't realize until like right about then that there even was an app and we are heading into, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I've been released from my physical therapist the Dallas page had reached out to me through the old uh, com website, and we were on a forum. They had these cool little forums that they had back then where, you know, I said, hey, does anybody have any advice for a guy that really wants to get back on his feet? But physical therapy is just not – they're just trying to make sure I don't get hurt worse. They don't want me to get better. They just don't want me to get worse. And – Dallas reached out to me in 2018 and said, this is what we we can do. You know, you know, get the app, get on Facebook, start making connections. You know, there was a great guy, Michael Geelan, who's a dear friend, He said, get on, you know, the Facebook app, get out of this forum and really get out there and see who you can help. You know, see how you can move forward by not moving backwards. If you're not, you know, in the community, it'll, it'll help you get out of your own head and start so helping other people that might have similar situations. And that was how we all met back in 2018 was I really wanted to find other guys with neurological, or gals with neurological disorders, whether they be physical or, you know, you know, otherwise like brain-oriented, whatever it may be. But um, I was psyched to get into 2019 and started, you know, exploring, you know, this vast global ddp community. And so New Year's Eve, I make my resolutions. I go into 2019, go to work, which was the only reason I was really able to emotionally make it through all of 2015 through 2018 was because I have great bosses that let me keep working with my limitations. So I was able to feel like I had a functional you know, position in society. But I go to work on January second of two thousand nine, no, twenty nine, yeah, uh, two thousand nineteen, and the new owner of the company that I worked for, who promised he wouldn't be firing anybody, had me pack my desk and all my stuff on January second at, at quitting time, and sent me home, and I was summarily terminated. And in Missouri, you don't really need to have a reason; you just, you know, you just have to go through the through the steps, we packed up my stuff and I went home and I, you know, spent, you know, a few weeks trying to find work, but there was obviously, there was nothing for me to do. So I was emotionally just zapped. I mean, I had nothing left. I was, but it dawned on me that now I can start doing some things that even though I can't find work, I can go find, you know, things that I couldn't do before, like a trip to Smyrna to meet all the nice people down in, in the, the performance center. And I got mm-hmm. back on Facebook and I was finding people that were, you know, like, you know, needs. I mean, it's been amazing how many people I've personally interacted with on Facebook that all kind of came from the same place. And, you know, I've got two guys, you know, that have been on your show, Rob Ram- uh, Ramsey and, and uh, Wilmer, you know, Matthew Wilmer, they both we've become really close because you know, that's just how you know how this community works is that we all find a commonality. And uh Gary Gardner was another one that came from you know, did your show and I and I'm like, gosh, these guys are inspiring me and I'm the one that's supposed to be old timer. So that was my two thousand you know 2019 was going to be better than because I, the positive, unstoppable book came up and that you know it was like, I got to find a way to make this my story again, you know, not my my back, not my boss, not my, you know, how am I going to have a new Scott story that I can share with everybody? So I left Smyrna. We went to Bermuda on a cruise to have my daughter get married to a wonderful young man. That, And uh, that was, you know, a great way to start the summer. I was going to get ready to go, you know, I was going to start doing my own lawn. I was going to start doing all the housework and taking care of all the animals and kind of be in the house, Mom. And the doctors pulled the plug on that, said, you've got, you know, your back is starting to show signs that we need to go back in and relieve some more pressure that we couldn't do back in, 2015 because we had one goal that, that was to keep me from being permanently paralyzed from the waist down but there was many other discs that were in equally bad shape that they had to go in and relieve the pressure on my spinal cord so by 2019 went from being a great celebration of the new Scott to being another you know, six months of either waiting for my surgery or recovering from my surgery and putting on the consequential weight that goes with that. And my, so my 2019 came and went with a totally different story than when you, the three of us, got together the last time. You know, no longer working, uh, getting to go out and explore the world, and then having that pulled out from underneath my feet by this you know the follow-up surgery. So then we go into 2020 with this great plan that it's going to be the year of Scott. And we're going to be able to do so much more. My back's healed up. I'll be able to go back out. You know, see if I can walk a little bit better this year than I did last year. See if I can be a little bit more mobile. Get out and and do some more things that I couldn't do before. And then COVID. Yep. And there goes to, You know, twenty twenty, was basically spent as you know. Helping people in you know the the community and trying to you know, get back on my feet. And in twenty twenty, I actually was able to take care of my own yard and take care of the house and be the you know, do do some cleaning and do some uh you know you know, regular housework that I couldn't do before. And granted it's not what I it wasn't what I chose to do for a living, but it was better than being in a wheelchair. So I had to use the power of positivity Dallas and realize that I'm much better off than I would have been had I
1: never met you guys. Wow,
2: That's amazing
1: You know You're telling your story And I'm thinking You had a succession Of all this stuff that happened That only one of those things Probably would have knocked a lot of people Out for good You know There's only so many times you can kind of take hits Before a lot of people Don't feel the need to get back up And start you know punching again You just you know you stay down and
2: that's
1: an uh, a testament. Yeah,
2: I said, to... What's that? I said, that's, that's an interesting perspective. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you, I think it's a testament to you that after, after all these hits, you still, you got the fight left in you. You know, you're not going to look, you're not going to stay down. You're, you're still hopping up and when you can do, you can do. And when you can't do physically, you're out there helping other people, which is, It's incredible. Uh, It's inspiring. You know, you've taken some hits the past few years, obviously. Uh, The fact that you're still standing and still uh, hopeful and positive, congratulations, man. That's a a huge testament itself.
2: Thank you. Um, And and I doubt. I mean, I can't go back and and say definitively, but I think that, you know, the stars were all in alignment, that even though I wasn't – facing a wheelchair in 2013 the fact that Chris Jericho blows out his back and Scott and uh, Jake are hanging at the the accountability crib with Dallas and I and I get introduced to this years before the time was you know up for me to you know start really taking my own beating you know as far as uh, you know physically and emotionally but yeah, I don't know if it wasn't for, you know, Dallas and DDPY, you know, physically and and mentally and emotionally. I don't know if I would have been able to every year from 2015 to 2018, you know, shake it off and get back in the ring and start taking bumps. And that was kind of why I, I really wanted to come back on. You know, I was excited that Crystal asked me to come back because the whole getting fired thing was – was that, that rocked my world. I'd been with that company for, you know, almost 15 years. And, you know, but, but, you know my, but getting a chance to go to Smyrna, you know, as a result of that now having some time to myself, my wife drove me down to Smyrna. She hung out with, you know, our kids down there. and And I got to meet some incredible people that were at the PC that week and it was all, you know, it was all part of this, you know, my growth process. I, I wouldn't have had that that get back up and dust myself off, you know, where I, I'm using the things in my past to motivate me for my, you know, my things I need to do today. And that was kind of where we ended up in 2021 now, and this just this these first few months. It's amazing how much, and Crystal, you can really – probably, you know, help me with this, but like even Motivational Mondays, this this week, Mark Mero, it wasn't anything about get back on the mat. It wasn't anything about, no. you know, do your DPY. D- it was about taking life on life's terms and doing the best you can do despite your hardships.
0: Absolutely. And, I mean, it was really so... I have been featured on one of those motivational Mondays and I've watched it so many times. And I remember on the flight back from Georgia into Toronto and, you know, none of us ever do this alone, but what is really important for us to always remember is just because you find yourself in a rut, whatever size it may be doesn't mean you unpack your bags and stay there get off your ass and get work and i mean that's where the magic is i mean everybody tells you the same thing if you work really hard no 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 you'll find the magic even if you do something small and i mean that's how it all starts it starts with the small steps and sometimes that's just reaching out and admitting that, yes, I need some help, and yes, I can do this, and, you know, you're important to me, and, you know, this is what I find in you, this, you're always there to say, you got it, kid. keep going, and that's important, it's always important to have those people in your life, and, you know, I don't have a rut anymore, and it's
2: because of people like you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And it it dawned on me that in this time frame, you know, in 2019, that our friend Hayden Walden was going through some incredibly difficult times, you know, in a multitude. I mean, it wasn't every year. It was every week. It was every month. And he started that. uh, Yeah, every minute. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to, you know, meet Hayden and, and Laura, you know, that uh, I guess it was March of 2019. And I would have never been able to foresee what was going to happen as as far as Hayden's life being turned upside down kind of made me appreciate when Hayden got back up and he said, you know what? I'm going to do something every day. And even if it's not a full on workout, I don't have that in me. And that's the way I am physically, not emotionally, physically. Some days I just don't have a workout in me but I do have a do something in me. Yeah. And
0: something can only be five minutes sometimes. And you know what? That's perfectly okay.
2: It's better than the alternative.
0: That's right. And I mean, let's be honest. I None of us are here to judge anybody else. None of us. You,
1: you um, Scott, you, you brought up uh, a few minutes ago, um, you know, how, you know, at the cusp of you thinking, like, this is going to my uh, be my year. You took you took some pretty serious hits. One thing a lot of people don't realize is, you know, on this show, we feature a lot of success stories. We feature a lot of people who have made significant changes in your life. Um, sometimes the, the feel-good ending of a movie kind of doesn't tell the whole picture because the feel-good ending happens – at the feel-good, and there's a lot there's a lot of time left on the clock after the credits roll in that character's life, um, people sometimes forget that hitting the success and, and having your moment of, of, of victory, um, there's a lot of bad things that will happen in your life that success has met just because it's life. You know, you're going to get hurt. You're going to lose people you care about. You're going to fall into, you know, depression. You're going to fall into illness. It's just things that happen in life. But, you know, we don't see that at the end of the Rocky movie. We see him with his, his arms raised in the air. And some people think that hitting hard spots after, you know, the initial success in the moment of victory is something of a, an anomaly, when in all reality it's it's just part of the journey which is why we always say there's no there's no finish line there's just you know the next the next thing uh, a lot of times in my life um i am uh very skeptical of my own personal happiness because a lot of times the most the worst things to happen to me happened in moments when i was truly happy so you kind of get uh you know jaded and you get kind of skeptical of any time your happiness waiting for the other shoe to fall um but I just want to say that Jake had that moment at the end of the documentary. Scott had that Hall of Fame moment. They've struggled since then. It's, it's just part of what happens. And you can get thrown off your path, and you can get thrown off what you think is your you know your, uh, your victory lap. But a lot of times the opportunities and the, the situations that present are presented to you when you're getting knocked off your path – end up being better for you, or end up being something that you can take, in. it may not be where you want it to be, or you thought you were going, but it's a road that you can make plenty of amazing moments off of, and I see that you've gotten knocked off your path a few times. You thought this was going to be your year. You thought this was going to be your year, but it seems like with every time you've gotten knocked off, you've taken that path, and you've made you made it a nice little run, you know? You've discovered things about yourself. You've you know, uh, evolved as a person, you've become a, you know, a great member of this community. There's so many things that can be done that aren't where you thought you were going to be, but just like anything, you adapt, you breathe, take action. You know, you find yourself knocked off the path. There's plenty of amazing things that can happen on the new path. And it's sometimes misrepresented in, in the victory, success, uh, the success stories, And I think it's more common than not. And you may have had some extraordinary circumstances. You've been through a lot, probably more than most. But I don't think there's anyone who can not um, identify or, uh, you know, see themselves in somebody who thought that the victory was going to change everything and make everything happily ever after and had the success and then gotten knocked off their path. And then you wonder, okay, well, this wasn't supposed to happen.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, that. Simply put, you know, as Dallas says, consistently on his motivational Mondays and on Facebook Fridays and face-to-face Fridays, it's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get back up. Absolutely. And at that point in time. Yeah, and, and when, I think there's, a you know, a, a, like a mindset that has been instilled, and again, possibly through, you know, the Positively Unstoppable book, because I, you know, that came out about the time I got, so I had some time to read, and I realized that, you know, like you said, you know, not every story, you know, you know, you get that, you know, that it's cyclical. You know, every story is cyclical. You don't get to necessarily see, you know, for every up there's a down, and for every down there's an up, because you only get a snippet of my life story. But one would think that, yeah, I, I would just stay down, but that's just not who I was, and that's not who. You know when, you know to the people that said get involved in the community, that puts a little bit on me. You know there's a there's a yeah you know a, a responsibility that I felt to to myself and to hey you know practice what you preach. You say that you get up every time you get knocked down. Well, you got knocked down again. What you going to do?
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know what, it's one of those things that Michael Galen and I always talk about. And when we met in Georgia, and it was too legit to quit. I mean, you just have to know. Where you draw the line, and you just decide right then and there. Okay, I'm not going to fall fall on my ass, but I'm not going to fall on my face anymore. And I'm just going to be like Dallas. I'm just going to be the hardest worker in the room,
2: and it worked. Right. I mean, what what alternative do you have if you really want something? Right. You you if you decide that okay that's enough I quit. Right what now, I didn't have. Yes, no
0: exactly. I would sooner live think? the circumstances of I get up and try again than I decide to quit and I still have to wake up the next morning knowing I'm a quitter. I just I can't do it. I I can't do it. It's not in me. <laughs>
2: And, you know, it's funny. There was a, you know, another quote that I had that just kind of I, – I bought a book. It was called The Purpose-Driven Life, and it was by a, a well-known pastor out in California. And I bought the book, and I opened it up to read it, and the very first line of the very first chapter was, it's not all about you. Right. And I closed the book, and I put it away, and it's on the shelf, and I don't think I finished another, another paragraph. It's
1: true, though. Wow. Yeah, you know, that it, it, it is true. And, and, and you know, you talked about earlier in this, you talked about going back to the community and, and how you, you kind of embraced, you know, that role of, you know, you've been a mentor to people and you've been a student of people. Like, that's kind of what we do here. We all play the best of both worlds. When I first started, a lot of people were like, oh, I really, you know, i am inspired by your, your stuff, your videos and stuff. I appreciate what you're doing and stuff. And I was the mentor for those people. And when I hit a hard time, a hard point, you know, I went back into the community, and the people that I was, you know, uh, inspiring now became the people I leaned on and became the people that I reached out to when I needed it. So we're all, you know, we're all of the spectrum. You know, we may be, you know, feeling stride right now, but there's going to be a time when we need to reach out and we need to, you know, lean on some of the shoulders that led on us. And it's, it's what's an amazing part of this community is having people uh, in the DDPY world And, uh, you know, people who are truly friends there that I know that I can call on who understand where I've been, uh, where I've struggled and I've understood where they've struggled, where they've been. And that kind of, uh, you know, uh, relationship with people is so important because I guarantee you, no matter how well you're doing right now, there's going to be a time in your life when things get hard, you may not fall, you may not like let yourself go. But things are going to get hard, and it's it's so important to have people you trust that you can reach out because one of my biggest mistakes and one of the biggest mistakes everyone here in the community makes is you, you're great when you're successful. You're putting your stuff out yep. there. You're all over the place. Here's my bicep. Here's my skinny picture. Here's my pose or position. But when things get hard, a lot of times when you're so out there, you're 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 struggling to tell people things are hard because i've i've promoted the success and it's hard to come out there and say i'm struggling so the instinct is to disappear or i'll 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 check in with them when things are going well or i'll come back when things are getting better but then you don't and it gets longer and longer because without the you know the help of people and reaching out it's hard to overcome some of that stuff you know so you think you're disappearing until you get back but then it leads to you know difficulties a lot of times you gain weight back and you just tend to fade out and that's not what you need to do when you're struggling when you're struggling you need to reach out to the people that you helped and, and that helped you when you were struggling and the ones that you helped because it's all going to come back around we're all going to need each other at some point
2: yeah you know that's awesome go ahead
0: Scott oh no I was just nope. going to say I came up with a quote when I flew from Georgia to Toronto and it said DDPY, it's not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's actually (laughs) true.
0: It's true, though. I mean, you know, if, if everybody was the least bit honest that of, you know, their failures as much as they were about their successes, holy moly, we could conquer the world. You know what? I've been an epic failure the last five years. I know I have been in this COVID thing. Oh man, I'm telling you, I have not, I have not handled it well, but I know where to go when I need a kick in the pants. And that's Absolutely.
2: important.
0: Yeah, it's important.
2: There was a word that asking about, you know, the, you know, the give and the take, there's a couple of words you know, came to my mind because I truly feel that the community and, you know, the the DDPI, DDPY mantra is almost a symbiotic relationship. That without Dallas, we wouldn't be where we are, but without us, he wouldn't be where he is. With, sure. with The same with the people with, you know, Matt and, and Gary and Rob and all of those and Cindy Stevens down in Atlanta, you know, where – people that I truly have a, a feel for what they're going through. You, Crystal. I have a feel for what they're doing, and I feel every time I see them post, I, I get the feels. Every time you you know, do your daily uh, your journaling, I get the feels, and then <laughs> I get to go back out, and, and I've learned something new. And, and I learned something when I first got into this group. I realized that yeah. I mean, it looks like every post is, I just lost a hundred pounds. I just lost 16 inches. I just ran my first marathon. And, and I have realized that you can't have all of these success stories without having a couple of, it's like AA. There's always going to be a yeah. guy that comes back into the room that just slipped. And do I want to be the one that's going to, you know, going to turn my nose up at him because he screwed up? Or am I going to be the one that, gives them a hug and tells them to have a seat next to me because I've been there and that I know what you're going through and you, and you know where you need to go. Let's do this together. Yeah.
0: It's always important to have, sorry. It's always important to have somebody. And we've said this a million times, Mike and I, it's always important to have people in your life that will call BS. I know you're not okay, Come and sit down. We'll have a cup of tea and we'll talk this out, and then we're going to get to work. And I mean, it's always been that way here. It's always been, and I guess perhaps maybe that's
2: what makes this a bit different. No. What did you have to say, Michael?
1: It's true. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's easy to let yourself go. It's easy to fail. Yeah. Coming back and yep. asking for help is very difficult for people. It's a humiliating, humbling experience. And I have a lot of respect for people who, who fall and are willing to come back and say, listen, this is what happened. I'm here to be back on track. That's that's really, that's strength, you know?
2: Well, you know, and it's strength and, and it, it adds. I mean, instead of this just being the, the as Crystal once put, the Mount Rushmore of DDPY, or the hall of fame of all of the great success stories that are you know on Mon- you know motivational mondays and whatnot for those people that are you know falling short or you know bought the app but haven't used it yet there's there needs to be somebody out there with a sense of authenticity that not every every pitch is that you know ninth inning of the world series you know there's the you know I threw a wild pitch on my first one in the first inning and I got to get back up on the rubber and throw again because it,
1: it,
2: it's not going to be much of a life if I, you know, one pitch and I'm done. No, I I love
1: yeah. that. That's, that's such it's that's such a great idea. You know, I I I've been so disillusioned with social media, and I'm trying to wean myself off of all of them. I'm off of Instagram. I'm barely doing anything on social media anymore because I got really sick of like the vapid like phoniness of it all. I call it hashtag blessed syndrome. It's like your life is falling apart, but I I did my hair, so let's make it look like everything is great and show myself all the highlights. And when you do that, you know, when you show all your highlights, you're not being authentic because there's a lot of lowlights. And the people that you're showing your highlights to are thinking, I'm the only one that has lowlights. And so they're sharing their best moments and no one's actually being authentic. And it makes people feel you know kind of shitty because you think that you're the only one struggling cuz in a world of perfectly cropped selfies and you know filters and here's my best pose and my best position um and here's my abs you know people think i've got to be the only one who doesn't have my shit together here but it's it's so true that you know it's n- it's nice to have that rare person who says like okay here's my shirtless picture after I stopped doing DDPY for four months and and have a pot belly because you never see those, you know? And I think it's, it's the honesty and the authenticity is something that is in itself is motivating to see that person take the shirt off and not, and I used to have abs and now I've got a gut. You show that picture. If I'm here and haven't done a DDPY workout in six months and I see that picture, I'm like, Oh, me too. Well, he's getting back at it. I know, I could get on the mat you know, there's more uh, there's more relatability in um, not being perfect because very few people are. And I love your idea um, of, of of sharing, you know, sharing some of the not so perfect pictures <laughs> or the not so perfect moments because it makes uh, the perfect moments or the good moments so much sweeter when uh, when you do reach those.
2: You know, there was the, – the the whole Team Miracle concept came up with um, – there was – not long after I had my back completely go out and I had gone through some therapy and some, you know, you know obviously surgeries, and, and it just felt like I was – I plateaued. Like I said before, I, I just could sense that somebody was just not wanting me to hurt myself worse, much, you know, as opposed to seeing how much I could regain – and granted, with a spinal cord injury, there's no miraculous. Your spinal cord you know, regenerates itself. It's one of the few parts of your body that, when it's done, it's done. But it doesn't mean that the other things that surround my situation can't become better. You know, my and that was what I really. I the self care. So much about self care has been been put back in the forefront of the DDPY community. You know, about, you know, hey, you know, depression is a real thing. COVID, quarantine, you know, is a real, you know, that's a real issue. You know, how are you handling, you know, and, yeah, it was a great selling tool for a home workout, great. But we all cared enough about each other to realize that there was more to this than just how many minutes did you put in on the mat, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's, that's a great point you know, I've, I've I've always said, you know, DDPY is is three things. It's, uh, it's diet, it's the workouts and the exercise. And then there's the attitude in the, in the, you know, mental positivity side of it. I could say honestly, that despite all the the success I've had with the workout and the eating and all that stuff, the most important part of that was changing my head. And that doesn't, you don't have to stand up to do that. You know, there's a lot of, of, people who have benefited as much from the, the psychological mental positivity side of DDPY than they have as they have the workouts and the eating. And just because you can't, you know, get on the mat at this moment, or because if you're on the shelf and you're nursing an injury or what have you, it doesn't, you you can't get on the mat. It doesn't mean you're not doing DDPY because DDPY is way more than a workout. And I love that you kind of highlighted that because it's, it's, it's an aspect of the program that I you know, while so important and and utilized, I think is, is underrated for how important it is as a part of the program.
2: You know, and there is that you know, that somewhat rewarding, you know, times and and you know, just at a day that seemed like it was gonna be just another day. Lather, rinse, repeat. It's you know, especially during COVID seemed like every day was just exactly like the day before and tomorrow is just going to be another repeat performance. But then you, you accidentally stumble on a story and I'll use another, you know, name, like Christopher Flowers, who's been on your show. And he was struggling and I could tell he was struggling just from his post. And somehow we reached out and we just started messaging each other. And it turns out that it was exactly what probably both of us needed that day is is you know a chance to just you know express yourself and this is what i'm really going through and and there it's real there's there's a part of that authenticity you know that transparency that makes this program real you know they, these aren't a bunch of supermodels you know on a on a mat on a video screen that are you know that are you know paid to be there because they're pretty it, it's it's a bunch of people that have done the deal and that are are human and they, they live a life that, that's a lot like yours. And you, and you, and you feel that, you know, like I said, it, it's not just, it doesn't seem concocted. It's very true.
1: Very true. And yeah, I, I just want to uh, full disclosure. I am being paid to be here because I'm pretty.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's why we're on radio, right?
0: <laughs>
1: oh you no, no that's radio, a, that's myself. a great point. <laughs> Man have I heard that <laughs> I've heard that a million times. But I've also got the voice uh, wait, no. I've got the uh the uh I forgot what I was gonna say I had a good comeback and I lost it. Man, <laughs> no, and, gotta, and if I could, I, gotta,
2: I know we're starting to we're starting to wind the hour down and I, I, I made myself a promise that I was going to go all Diamond Dallas Page and, and do a shameless self-promotional plug, and it's uh, and it's reaching out to a couple of gentlemen in the DDPY community. They're both named Ryan. I'm not going to use their last names, but they reached out to me because I was transparent about my addiction and my, you know, and my past and you know overcoming all of these, you know, uh, obstacles, you know, including you know alcohol, but we. Uh, we started a small subgroup of the DDPY community called DDPY and Sobriety, and you know it's open to anybody that feels that they have a problem with an addiction of any sort, whether it be eating, alcohol, drugs. You know, there's some you know hardcore you know hardcore people in this group, and there's some people that have one or two days sobriety, and there's a place for those people that are struggling, especially after COVID, after the quarantine, there's a lot of people that came up with that quarantine, you know, addiction of whatever sort because they were left alone. They were all by themselves in their heads and they didn't know what to do with it. And they they I've been there and I've walked in their shoes and I, I invite anybody that is struggling and they think they might have a problem with an addiction reach out. I'm sure that there's, you know, you can, you can inquire in the, you know, on the Facebook page and come join us. We, you know, we've got quite a number of people that have really come out and come clean and and been incredible source of inspiration. Wow. I I think that's
0: incredible. Yeah. It's really important. I think that you just mentioned Scott is that, you know, Be brave enough to own your story. It doesn't mean that your story won't change. But in order to progress to the next chapter, you've got to kind of make peace with the story that you've been living. And the last year, let's be honest, it's been hard on everybody. But you know what? The greatest thing about the DDPY community is the welcome mat is always at the door. Come on in.
1: Well put. As a degree, I love that you're doing that, Scott. You know, that's it's such. You know, I, I've never personally uh, been addicted, but I, to any, well, both sides of food, of course. But I've known a lot of people who have struggled with you know drug addiction, alcoholism. I have a great amount of uh, I have a great soft spot and uh, you know apathy uh, or empathy, sorry, for uh, you know people who are facing addiction and. I was watching some stuff recently on this quarantine. A lot of people are going to come out of this damaged, you know, whether it be addicts or mentally ill, you know, mental health stuff. And, you know, sometimes the world isn't as very, you know, kind or uh, understanding of people in that spot. And, you know, it's so important because a lot of addicts couldn't go to AA meetings. A lot of addicts couldn't, you know, you know, what's one of the worst things for addiction is is loneliness and, and boredom you know, so many people are going to come out of this uh, in a rough spot and having that space online, especially within the DDPY community, because you can be a faceless name in a million different groups. But under the DDP banner, a lot of us are familiar with everybody and, you know, having that spot to meet and and having that kind of coordinated uh, effort together, I think that's very commendable, and and I'm rooting for uh, great success. So if you guys are out there and anyone's listening to this, who, uh, you know, is struggling with addiction or alcoholism or whatever have you, definitely seek out some people in the community. I think it's a great space for you guys to have.
2: It's okay to admit that you're broken.
1: Yep. Oh, absolutely. You know, what they said, it's the first step at turning things around, right?
2: Admit you have a problem.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad you're doing that. And I think it's so important, especially now, you know, this, uh, you know, COVID, the quarantine, you know, it, it's been very hard on a lot of people and especially people who are, uh, you know, either recent recoveries or, you know, I've heard of people who have been sober for 25, 30 years that have, you know, come undone during all of this. Um, so yeah. I commend that. That's pretty, pretty amazing. So uh, real words? quick, uh, do you want to do you want to give the the group name one more time in case anyone is listening who wants to check it oh, out?
2: Th- yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's real simple. It, it was DDPY and sobriety.
1: Awesome, I love it. Okay, well, thank you, Scott, so much for coming on with Tonight. Uh, do you have anything else you want to you know plug or put over a website or Twitter or anything like that? Instagram.
2: Nope, I'm not that important, honestly. But I will say thank you again. (laughs) It's been an incredible uh, honor to to be with you guys because, you know, I didn't think that this was going to be, you know, a big deal. But I had some great uh, support today, and I I became more and more excited as the day went on.
1: Well, you know, I appreciate it. You coming back on here and. You know, I, I love to see what you're doing, and I, I'd love to have you back for round three at some point, too. You're obviously a very much a, a beloved member of this community. Uh, I think you're a great uh, positive uh, influence on a lot of people in this community, and it was a pleasure to have you on the first time. It was great catching up with you a second time, and uh, we'll look forward to a round three, hopefully, sometime, uh, sometime soon.
2: It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, guys.
1: All right, well, thank you, you very much, so Scott, Scott Anderson. DDP-wise, sobriety, definitely check that out if if, if you guys are uh, struggling with anything, you know, addiction or alcoholism or, or just struggling, you know, so check that out. But uh, Crystal, I think uh, yeah. another great episode in the books, another great, uh, you. Uh, you know, checkup. I love having the second time around because the first time is so based on, you know, in an interview format, a storytelling Uh, When we have somebody on for a second time around, we really get to get into the conversation and kind of just take the road wherever it brings us. But uh, I think we need a quote to fire us off into the week. I need a drink of water because my mouth is parched. (laughs) So uh, let's wrap this up. We'll uh, get a quote under our belts and then we'll, boom, fire off to next week. Sure. So this
0: quote was... um You know, I was thinking about Scott when I found it, but um, it just goes to prove um, the importance of having good people around you. And this is where this quote is from: "The sheep will spend its entire life fearing the wolf, only to be eaten by the shepherd."
2: I'm still here.
1: Nope, I get I the mute button. We got the ten second. We got the ten second mark, and I didn't hear the end of the quote. Can you read that one more time?
0: Sure. The quote is: "The sheep will spend its entire life fearing the wolf, only to be eaten by the shepherd."
1: Ah, I love it. I love it. It's a thinker. Yeah, That's the one you say do... But we. What's that? Yeah, be careful. Be careful who you hang around. <laughs> I, you should be warned That's I know that Katie sends, Katie sends her condolences every Wednesday night so I know you guys can commiserate with uh, having to spend a lot of time with me so. yeah we do <laughs> alright thank you guys so much uh, we appreciate it thank you Scott thank you Crystal uh, Crystal by the next you time can. we talk next week I think it will be winter in Canada so uh, make sure you right. bundle up we'll see you guys next week <laughs> A brand new episode of TV Radio, live at com. Scott, Crystal, thank you guys so much. We'll see you. And we're out. Clunky ending, but uh, it's, it's definitely on brand for what I do. <laughs> Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, I the diamond cutter! I don't believe it!
0: Wow. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb!
2: We're going home. You've been listening to DDP
0: Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk Radio.